This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim in the studio today with two of my guests, Pastor Craig and Alex Culpepper. Uh, Pastor Michael is out of the studio today. We're going to find out about where he's at here in just a little bit. Listeners, we have three favors to ask you of you right at the beginning. Number one, we would love for you to submit a question. You can do that at vcob.org, right on that main page. You can submit a question or by our Village Church app. Um, that would be very good, and we appreciate the harder questions, the better. Number two, be sure that you're sharing this podcast or any of the podcasts with friends, family members, or as we like to say, foes. And number three, please be sure to go to the iTunes store and do a rate and review for us. All right, guys, where is Pastor Michael at? You know, today I was really concerned about him. So I I was able to find out where he was at by doing a location on his phone. Oh, nice. And he's in an odd place. Where's he at? Yeah. He is in the sewers in Atlanta. And I don't know what he's doing in the sewers in Atlanta, other than I'm looking here on this Pokemon quest, and there is a a Pokemon that's called Taurus. Um, It's Uh, only available in North America, and somehow he is in Atlanta. Now, last time he was in Detroit. I don't know what's going on here. Can you guys help me? He's probably, uh, I mean, the only thing I could guess, if he's down in the sewers... Could he have gotten confused? Is that possible? Uh, Michael sometimes gets confused. Uh, so he's looking for a turtle instead of Taurus? Ooh. Oh, that could be it. Gosh. He's not after these ninja turtle things. Well, he's going to he? be down there a long time if he's thinking he's finding Pokemons in the sewers. Yeah, that's not the place to find the Pokemon. Oh, we need to we need to find somebody who can help him out there. Okay. How can we, we send gonna... him a text and help him understand Yeah, that... maybe, maybe, Alex, can you send him a text? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get on that right away. All Make right. sure uh, he's not down there Poor looking guy. for turtles. Oh, my Gosh. goodness. All right. Well... All right, guys, here's our question for today. Is bodybuilding sin? That's the question that's been submitted. And there seems to be a person that is, um, uh, they they are into the bodybuilding, but they're not in it for um, any other reason other than they're suffering from uh, a disorder that's called uh, body dysmorphic disorder. I'm not quite sure what that means. Maybe you guys can help me with this. But let's talk about, is bodybuilding a sin? I know uh, that's something that's kind of a craze and comes and goes in stages in uh, both inside the church and outside the church. Craig, what do you think? God has given to us all of the things that make our lives up, our families, our homes, our jobs, all of the things that incorporate our lives. That part of that is our bodies. And so we are to take care of those bodies as God, as it were a gift from God. Right. We are to be good stewards of our body as well as our finances and Mm -hmm. other aspects of our life. Absolutely. And and that's why um, there's many verses in scripture that talk about taking care of your body. And um, and as, as some of them, we, we talk about the fact that the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we are, are a temple of God. And therefore, we, we are really the picture of Christ to those around us. Mm. So we need to take care of, of our bodies for that reason. Sometimes in our lives, we have a tendency to kind of let the ball roll away from okay. us. <laughs> right. and, and that could be due to a bunch of different things, stress, um, um, uh, usually it's stress, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It could be due to family issues, could be due to job issues. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of have a tendency to let our bodies go. And I think um, I think a part of the journey back to being a stable individual 
is taking care of of our bodies. So mm-hmm. right from the get-go, I think we need to understand that taking care of our bodies is not a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. Probably and, is. And when yep. we let ourselves go, we, we we deal with more heart issues. We deal with more uh, with, with a, a lesser mm-hmm. lifespan, right. which is not fair to our, our kids. So I think taking care of our bodies right from the get-go, that needs to be said. That's, that's important. Mm-hmm. It may not be as important as the spiritual side of us, mm-hmm. of course, but it is but is equally important because we need to see it as a gift from God and something we are to be good stewards over. Absolutely, okay. and I think that the danger here is that so we can we can say that and then we can swing it all the way the other way, mm-hmm. uh, and we can we can really go after this uh, what we call bodybuilding, and we can we can get into it and we can just over overwhelm ourselves. We can be obsessed with uh, correct eating and be obsessed with working out all the time and and really forming our bodies to be something special. Uh, And so that's where uh, we really need to also talk about the idea of moderation. You know, we are physical beings. Absolutely. We need to take care of our physical bodies. And I am absolutely for that. But we're also spiritual beings, like you alluded to, Craig. And uh, the condition of the physical body undeniably can impact the spirituality of a person. So if we're not taking care of our bodies, if we're not being good stewards, that has spiritual implications Mm -hmm. to it. But if we're also just focusing on our bodies, that can be a kind of idolatry of the self. Yes. And I know individuals that... Uh, they're so into bodybuilding, they'll do all these nutritional supplements, mm-hmm. some even go as far as doing steroids um, that enhance the muscle building mm-hmm. results of weightlifting and exercise. So let's talk more about that. First Timothy 4, 8 is a great verse for this one. While bodily training is of some value, and we don't need to diminish that just because it says some mm-hmm. value, it says value. Right. Mm-hmm. Bodily training is valuable, some value. Godliness is of value in every way. It holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So, you know, something is an idol, basically, is if it takes first and foremost place in your mind when you get out of bed in the morning, when you work through, go through the day, mm-hmm. when you lie down at night, if you're not going to church on Sunday because you're working out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- those are pretty easy ways to understand that this is becoming an idolatrous situation. And uh, the bad thing about the the world in which we live, I mean, there's a few bad things, but right. one of the things as it relates to this is anything can become an idol. Even good things can become, right. my family can become my sure. idol, my girlfriend can become, my, anything can become my idol, including bodybuilding. Right. And so, like Alex was saying, we need to be careful that the pendulum doesn't swing from, all right, I'm taking care of my body because it's the temple of God and I want to I want to use it to bless mm-hmm. God here as long as I possibly can, so I better keep in, keep in shape to pendulum swing the other way where now all I think about is is bodybuilding and I'm going to do steroids and I'm going to do, you know, all supplements aren't bad, but you know right. that some of them some, some of them, them definitely do are. other harmful things That's right. to our body. All right, guys, we know our culture is, is enamored by the outward appearance. And mm-hmm. it's not just our culture. It's been like that for centuries. Alex, ancient Israel struggled with the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you talk about that? So uh, Israel was looking at, at King Saul, and King Saul had this impressive physical stature. He was really uh, well-built. He was a tall guy. He was a big guy and uh, maybe a little intimidating looking as a king. Uh, and so Israel looked at that, and they were really impressed. But First Samuel sixteen seven says this, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because 
I have rejected him. Mm. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Yeah. Yeah, even ancient Israel struggled with this because they were so proud that they had a king like the other nations. And they looked to their king, Saul, and they said, look, you know, as scripture says, he's head and shoulders above all the other Jewish people. Mm, he was. And they were so proud that, hey, he was a big, strong guy. You know, what amazes me is we know the story about David facing Goliath. Mm-hmm. And normally it's the kings that are going, you know, the biggest ones are going to go into battle. You know, Saul was the guy who should have stepped down into the valley with with Goliath, and yet it was David. Mm-hmm. God doesn't look on the outward appearance. He looks on the heart. So let's talk about that. What advice can we give this individual who's asking, is bodybuilding sin? So bodybuild away. Go yeah, ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would agree. It's it's good. It uh, it increases your 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 ability to to do things. It increases your lifespan. It it gives you a purpose, you know, in uh, from day to day. You have a goal. But the question is always, no matter what we're doing in life, the question is always, why are we doing it? Yeah, why? If it becomes, I, I want to do it because I want to look good to impress others, or I want to, uh, I want people to look my way, that feeds this animal of pride that will yep. eat our lives away faster than anything else. From the beginning of time, it's been that way, and it, and Satan will do it in really subtle ways so that you you can convince yourself that's not why you're doing it, but in actuality, if you could dig down, it might actually be why you're doing it. There's nothing right. wrong with bodybuilding. Bodybuild away. But just like everything else in life, don't let it become an idol. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. let it become an idol. And at Village Church, we have quite a few individuals that they're not necessarily into bodybuilding, but they're into long-distance running. And that mm-hmm. is a form of bodybuilding because you know you can you can look at these individuals, you can see they are athletes, they are runners. But the reason they run is for enjoyment, for pleasure, for – it sounds crazy, but they would tell me, and they have – that they just feel relaxed. They feel connected with God when they're on a, on a run. And I know bodybuilding uh, back in high school many years ago, you know, we lifted weights, we trained, we exercised to become better athletes. But like, I li- like what you said, Craig, we can't let our bodybuilding, our exercise become that we're so obsessed by that, mm-hmm. that it truly takes away from our time with God. Yeah, and that is the definition of idol, right? We, yeah. we all have this, as Calvin would say, we all had this heart-shaped hole in our lives that we look to be filled with something, and we can stick anything in that hole. That and 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 anything looks good. But how do we define an idol? I'm, Alex, you share with us how we define idols. Yeah. So if we go back to ancient Israel, an idol was just this physical thing that people worshipped instead of God. So God said, "Don't worship idols. Worship me." Well, then we go forward to the New Testament, and Paul talks about covetousness and how covetousness in and of itself is idolatry because what you're doing is you're offering your affections towards something that is not God. Mm -hmm. So what are your affections aimed at? Are your Mm -hmm. affections aimed at your body, your appearance, what other people think of you, or are your affections aimed at God? Mm -hmm. This is the question of idolatry. The covetousness issue Back from the Ten Commandments, covetousness, ten, ten, the tenth of the tenth word, is, <laughs> is idolatry. Jesus right. picks up on that theme. And then all the way through Scripture, we're told all these different things can, that can take that place, that, that emotional first spot mm-hmm. in our lives. And um, it's interesting that 
in even in Revelation, when God is talking to the churches, he's talking to the church at Ephesus. And mm-hmm. Ephesus, they did all the right things. They were doing all the right ministries. I mean, they're commended, 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 but they lost their first love. Yeah. So they're doing all the right things. Everybody's trying to be the church that they are because they're succeeding, they're growing, but God did not want them around. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they lost their first love. They were doing it all for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And that can become so easy for us to do where we replace God's spot in our lives, our first of our emotions are mm. first of our attention uh, with just about anything, including church life. Right. Um, one of the verses I love in 1 Peter 3, 4, don't let your adorning be external, the braiding of your hair, the putting on of gold jewelry, the clothing that you wear, but let your adorning be in the hidden person of your heart with the imperishable beauty of a quiet and gentle spirit, which is in God's sight very precious. Now, this is God telling how how life in the church works. And in this one particular one, talking about how God sees the heart and that's the most valuable thing to him, which right. is what you mentioned mm-hmm. with David. Yeah. David was a man after God's own heart. And your first Peter verse that you just read, normally that is directed towards our, our wives, Absolutely. the women, yep. but it, it has application yep. to both male mm-hmm. and female. Well, even men in that same passage, they, sh- they should pray when their hearts are right with God right. or their prayers will be hindered. God yeah. is always interested in the heart. Listeners, we hope our answer has been helpful. And so let me just reiterate. Is bodybuilding sin? Well, it depends. It depends on a person's heart. It depends on their attitude. It depends on, is it becoming idolatry for them? Or is it just a means in which to exercise and take care of the temple that God has given us? Please join us next time when we answer the question, are we being disobedient to God if we're overweight? Overweight.